The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If it's the weekend, it's time to have fun with your pet. But when it comes to technology, apps, and what's hot, you don't want to waste money or waste your or your pet's time. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. In today's show, Lorian and her guests will keep you in the know to keep your pet happy as well as you and your family. Now here's your host, Lorian Clemens. Happy Saturday, pet lovers. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek. Today we are going to geek out on earth-friendly pet products. Our earth-loving, eco-conscious, organic, green-focused companies that are out there creating amazing things for our fur kids that also help us love our planet. I mean, what could be better than that, right? We're going to start with the top of the food chain, as it were. It's something that all of us buy on a regular basis, and that's what we spend the most money on, frankly. It's the food that we feed our pets. So we're going to talk first to a food company called Pecurian. They've been around for quite a while, but they're doing something very special for the earth with their new food product, food line rather. And we're going to talk to Dr. Jennifer Adolph. She's the senior nutritionist at Pet Curian today about their new product. Dr. Adolph, welcome to the show. Hi, Lorian. Thanks for having me. I would love it if you could start talking about just a Pet Curian as a company because I know you guys are very proud of the Pet Curian difference. So can you tell us what that difference is? Yeah, so Pecurian is a family-owned Canadian company. We're based on the west coast of Canada in beautiful Chilliwack, British Columbia. And we work hard to make premium quality dog and cat recipes. The company has been around since 1999. And we just focus on making uh, superior pet foods. Um, every pecurian recipe, we go to great lengths to look for the highest quality, um, healthiest ingredients. And we work really closely with our trusted network of farmers, ranchers, and producers who supply us with the terrific ingredients that are found in our foods. And we try to source our ingredients as close to our manufacturing facility as possible so that the ingredients are fresh and safe and, um, and, and have a low, low carbon footprint for the planet. Right. And that's, I, I love that about you guys. It's one of the things that, that first made me seek you out for this. And I want to talk to you specifically, though, about your new line, Gather. Um, I, I love it, but I, would lo- I love everything about it. My dog is now trying it, and he likes it. But I want you to tell uh, the listeners about the idea and the inspiration behind Gather Food. For sure. So Gather really was a, a labor of love in its creation. It it's really was a grassroots idea that we wanted to create a food that was as sustainable and transparent as, as possible. And so we set out 
to create a new brand of food, uh, Gather. And so the focus of Gather is sustainability. Uh, the foods contain uh, certified ingredients, organic ingredients. And we know that people are really looking to find foods that are, are good for their pets but also beneficial for the planet and to look for foods that have that from companies that use standards that of excellence and quality for as foods that they would choose for themselves. So we introduced gather. There are three, three dog recipes and one cat recipe an organic chicken uh, dog recipe and cat recipe, a marine stewardship council uh, certified, so MSC certified um, wild ocean uh, lime cod, cod recipe. And then we also have the uh, Endless Valley vegan recipe for dogs. Yeah, I, I want to talk about that vegan recipe because... Um, and this is something that I know gets talked a lot about on social media, you know, with with there's raw feeding and there's vegan feeding and, and there's a lot of back and forth and, and people get really heated and emotional about it. So let's talk about that vegan option because there are some folks that say, oh, that's not healthy. They're omnivores. They need to eat meat. What What is it about the way you guys have put this, this vegan option together that makes it a good op- option for a dog? Yeah, so the, the, and that's what it is. It's an option for dogs for 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 people who want to feed their dog a, a vegan diet. We were we created a complete and balanced uh, diet for dogs that provides all of the nutrition that the dogs require. So a plant based diet really can be a great option for dogs, uh, their their people as well as the environment. So. Um, so people choose a vegan diet for a wide variety of reasons, whether it's environmental, ethical, uh, health reasons. But we, what our priority, of course, is to make a food that is healthy for the pet and for dogs because they, they can thrive on many different types of diets. It is possible to meet all of their nutrient requirements using plant-only ingredients. Now it it is more it is um, you need to make sure that the diet is properly formulated and balanced to make sure that all of those nutrients are in there. But it is it is possible for dogs. I I wouldn't create a vegan diet for cats because cats do have some unique nutrient requirements where they require animal based ingredients. But dogs are are a bit different and can meet their nutrient requirements from plant-based ingredients. But one of the, one of the uh, top of mind concerns that people think about are the, are the protein requirements. Like you said, they, can't, that they think that dogs can't meet their protein requirements without meat. But in fact, it's the amino acids from the protein that dogs require. And amino acids are found in, in all proteins, all food protein sources. And it's just ensuring that all of the essential amino acids are found in the diet. The way you achieve that with a plant-based diet is by using a combination of ingredients that have different combinations of essential amino acids that provide all of the amino acids that the dog requires. So in our Endless Valley vegan recipe, we use a combination of peas, uh, lentils, 
oats and barley to create what's called complementary proteins to provide all of those essential amino acids. Do dogs like it? I'm just curious because my we have a dog that <laughs> that's a great question. I have a dog that won't even look at a vegetable without like you know snarling. So do they like it? <laughs> um, so I have three Australian shepherds myself, and I would say that they absolutely love the vegan diet. We've had some terrific feedback about the diet that dogs absolutely love it. You know, dogs like people do have food preferences. I'm not saying that every single dog will necessarily like it, but from what I've seen and what I've heard, they really do like it. Okay, good. Well, I, we, and my, our dog Uller is trying the seafood uh, one, and of course, he, he loves all fish and stuff like that. But I looked at the vegan, I thought, I don't think, I think Uller might actually like, you know, move out and like ask for a new adoptive family if we brought that into the house. Um, <laughs> uh, now, let's talk a little bit, because it's not just the, the, the sourcing of the food, which is, it's and, and you guys work hard to make sure it's all certified as truly organic, which I really love. But it's also your packaging is also earth friendly. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so when we were when we were creating Gather, we wanted to find a packaging that um, really fit the brand. And so we we scoured the 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 country for a greener type of packaging, and we knew that we needed the packaging that protects the food, keeps it fresh but has as low of an environmental impact as possible. And so we found a USDA-certified bio-based packaging option that helps to reduce the, the product impact. So the, it's, it's a plastic packaging, but 30% of it is made from sugarcane. So it's a very sustainable, renewable raw material that reduces the amount of petroleum-based product that is found in the bags. So for every 16-pound bag that we make, we're able to save about a uh, the equivalent of about a four pound bag worth of petroleum based material. So we're using a, a sustainable resource to make the packaging while still protecting the, the food inside that bag. That's fantastic. I love it. So, so I, I, and I mentioned this before and I meant to follow up on it earlier, but when you talked about you, you, take care to source the ingredients and to certify that they're organic. What kind of processes are there? I mean, it's not, I, I'm here in the U.S., so I know some of the processes. Do you work uh, with just Canadian sources or do you also do use U.S. sources? How do, how do people know that, hey, this is really truly organic and certified and good stuff? So there, there are um, laws surrounding the use of the terminology organic and so when we were sourcing our, our ingredients, we looked for sources that were as close to the plant as possible. So we primarily sourced um, from, from Canada, but also from the U.S. So in, in the U.S., there's um, the National Organic Program, and Canada has a similar program. And so the, the producers who get their products certified organic, they have to undergo an independent third-party audit annually to ensure that they're complying with the organic standards to make the ingredients that they produce. And it's, it's quite a rigorous undertaking to become certified organic. 
And when we were sourcing the ingredients for Gather, we we wanted to look at five kind of key pillars of sustainability. So we wanted to make sure that the suppliers were following humane animal welfare practices, that they were trying to protect the water supply and limit water usage, um, also protect the farmer, rancher, and producer livelihoods ensure the preservation of natural resources, and last but not least, um, work to preserve biodiversity. So we really had um, very strict criteria on the, the uh, suppliers that we partnered with in order to create Gather. I, I love it. I love how thorough you guys are. Now tell folks where they can get uh, the Gather food line for their pets. So Gather is available in pet specialty retailers. We have a um, online store locator, so you can use that to to look for a retailer near you that that has Gather available. And um, along with our Go and Now Fresh recipes, where we also have our online um, food selector to help you choose the right food for your pet and a great customer service team to provide assistance. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Adolf. Thank you. Hang tight, pet lovers. We're going to literally sniff out some more green products in our next segment of Pet Lover Geek. That's what's next on Voice America's Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. Voiceamerica.com. This 
This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? You can also send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, pet lovers. Today, we are talking about products for pets that are earth-friendly. We're really geeking out on things that are green and involve renewable technologies and that are just good for our health, for the health of our pets, but also for the health of our planet. So next, we're going to talk about grooming products, for specifically for dogs. What you use to clean your fur kid is really critically important to their health and their general well-being. We don't want our dogs and our cats to be stinky and sticky and everything, so we do clean them uh, on a fairly regular basis. In your dog's and cat's skin is their largest organ, and it's just like human skin in that it is porous, and it can absorb chemicals. And your pets, um, much like us, can absorb things through their epidermis that even though it is literally water-resistant, like human skin is, it can absorb particles that are smaller than water. So think of things like those transdermal patches that people wear to quit smoking. That's an example of how a chemical that you want to get into your body is able to get into your body through the skin. Now, this is called uh, percutaneous absorption, and it involves things that are absorption of drugs, um, both uh, things that you want to get in and don't want to get in, allergens, other substances. And there are some substances that uh, can get into the skin that can lead to all sorts of unwanted issues, particularly if it's a dangerous toxin that's able to go beyond that dermal layer of skin and be absorbed into the bloodstream, which leads us to the discussion of grooming products. These are things that, just like human shampoos and conditioners and lotions, they go directly onto the pet skin. And when you turn them over and you look at the ingredients that's listed on the back of a bottle for grooming your pets, it reads like a chemistry lab run amok. I mean, do you really know what any of those chemicals really are? And unlike human products, there's zero regulation for pet grooming products. So... I've invited Jane Bond from Eco Dog Care, who she's got a wonderful earth-friendly dog grooming care line, and she's going to talk with us today about her company's dog grooming solutions that are toxin-free and earth-friendly. Welcome to the show, Jane. Hi, everybody. So um, I want to start first with what makes a product like Eco Dog Care different from a standard grooming product? The, the, what, when they're toxin-free, what does that really mean? Um, we don't have any phosphates, phthalates, parabens, or alcohol. Um, we don't have any sulfates either. So that's what we mean by toxin-free. So we um, avoid anything that's going to pollute the groundwater in particular. We come out of California, and so groundwater is super uh, sensitive there. But So we're looking for things that don't uh, affect negatively affect uh, the earth in terms of groundwater, as well as negatively affect the skin as an organ, as you just discussed. So that's what we mean by toxin-free. We don't have any synthetic uh, fragrances or uh, coloring either. Right. And, and, and I know that for, for me, on a personal level, I am really allergic to sulfates. So when I put them on my skin, mm-hmm. I get lots of hives and things like that. But it's more than just an allergen. A lot of these things, like alcohol and parabens that you mentioned, uh, they're not good for uh, the environment. And they also can be pretty bad for an animal. Can you give me some examples of what's the danger of things like that? Well, they can, in general, sulfates, any surfactant um, can 
uh, dry out the animal skin. So it kind of sets up a bad cycle. So the animal skin is dried out from using the wrong product, and then the animal starts itching. And then the person tries to help by baiting them again. And that just sets up a cycle of itching. And then if what, what the worst thing that can happen is that they can um, open up their skin and then they become susceptible from the itching and the scratching and they become susceptible to infection. So it, and it, it can start with somebody trying to do the kindest thing, which is, you know, try to get their dog clean and comfortable with it, but they simply picked the wrong, in, wrong product, or they use their own uh, shampoo because they think, well, my shampoo is really great. It works on me. Why can't I use it on my dog? Well, the pH balance on a human shampoo is just different than the pH balance on an um, animal shampoo, on a dog shampoo. So yeah. it, that's kind of what the setup. And the real deal is we don't want skin to get broken because we don't want the setup for infection. Right. And, and you bring up a great thing. So the, we can't use human shampoos on dogs. And uh, one question that came up, you know, a lot of dog shampoos, they say don't use on cats because cats are allergic to some of the p- specific chemicals that are used in dog shampoos. So if you're using, you know, toxin-free stuff, why, why can't your shampoos be used on, say, cats? Well, we, in our shampoos in particular, are not good for cats because we use essential oils. And a, a cat's um, systems are much more sensitive. Their livers don't process uh, things the same way that dogs do. And so they're particularly sensitive to essential oils. Um, so particularly cedar wood, and we use cedar wood to repel uh, fleas and ticks. So that's why we don't recommend that you use them. I don't know about other products. I'm just not that familiar with them, but essential oils are the kicker for us. Right, okay. So and besides, that, my cat would never allow me to give them a bath anyway. Well, yeah, God be with <laughs> It would be ugly. <laughs> yeah, we, ha- we have one cat who will allow it and the other cat who, you know, she tells us she's going to cut us if we even try, so we don't yeah. try. Blood on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so now if I'm using your shampoo on my dog, what kind of experience am I going to have? I'm used to those, you know, really luscious, stinky, not stinky, but, you know, lovely smelling lathers that I get with a commercial-based shampoo for dogs. What kind of experience am I going to have when I'm washing with your shampoos? Well, well the first thing you're going to get is a great um, experience in terms of the scent. It's very, um, very light and clean uh, scent profile. That's what people tell us all the time. So that's a really good thing. It's also got lavender in it, so it's very calming to the dog and, uh, so it's a, it's a pleasant scent experience. Now, in terms of lots of suds, you're not going to get lots of suds because we don't have a lot of phosphates or, as I said, sulfates or DEA. DEA. But um, all you do is add a little bit more water and you'll get more froth. It's not like it's a no it's like it's a no suds. It's just not big bubbles. It's just that the big box companies like Procter & Gamble and all the rest have taught us that you know, bubbles equals clean. Well, that's not true. That's just marketing. So science doesn't support bubbles equals clean. The uh, the cleaning that we get from the coconut derived cleanser is sufficient to, you know, get the dirt off your dog without generating a bunch of, of fake foam. So you will get suds, but not tons. And the best thing to do, add more water. Yeah. And, and, and to that end, uh, so how does the end result differ from what I would get with like a standard dog shampoo? Well, it'll be um, a, uh, it's a very fast, clean rinse, so you don't have to worry about any kind of buildup. So it's, dogs generally don't really like me in the tub. Some of them do, but not, not one. So you'll be able to get them in and out quickly. So you can rinse them all quickly, and the, uh, it'll, it'll have great performance. We have great dogs are soft and shiny coat. We get lots of, um, and the scent profile, the scent will stick around for as many as two weeks. Um, so we've had dogs that have, 
you know, their parents have come back and told us, you know, I can't believe my dog smells so good. People keep coming up on the street to me two weeks later. Mm-hmm. So it'll be different in that, um, you know, it'll have a shiny coat, soft coat, and the scent profile will be there, which is good because it's a, also a flea and tick repellent. So it, uh, our, our blend of essential oils includes four different um, essential oils that will naturally repel fleas and ticks. I am. Um... Uh, and I'm excited to actually get to try them. I've, I've, I've got some that I'm going to be trying here soon. But I'm curious because I mentioned, you know, dog grooming products and cat grooming products, they're not regulated like sh- shampoos and, and cosmetic things sure. that are regulated by, for humans. So how do people know, hey, what I'm getting is going to be safe? I know. It's such a hard thing. Um, we just joined the Pet Sustainability Coalition, and they're a group of people who we're all committed from different different product areas in the pet industry to try to um, make it easier for people to know exactly what's in our product. So our, our labels tell you everything that's in the product. So you won't be, you won't be surprised. There isn't really a great way. The only thing you can do is ask questions and that's how I do it. You know, I just have to go online and look at this and ask questions. And, you know, some people think that all chemicals are bad. Well, that's not true. Chemicals themselves aren't bad. There are some bad chemicals, but not all chemicals are bad. You know, it's that, uh, that deal. So you have to kind of educate yourself and, you know, learn to, the, uh, to develop trust in a particular brand and feel good about it. And, but, you know, just keep your eye out. That's, that's what I do as a consumer anyway. Mm-hmm. But there isn't much, there isn't much in way of regulation. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating. I hope it's a, uh, in the it's future very, that changes because yeah. it's, it's frustrating. So tell us a little bit more about the, earth, for us too, yep. about the earth friendly piece, because I know you guys do a lot for not only the earth, but also your community. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, we started our business. My sister and I started back in Los Angeles, and we were really interested in being very deeply rooted into the community. So we have a lot of we do a lot of work with rescues. Um, we do we hire from within the community. We have high school um, programs, interns come in and working for us. And so dogs are really an essential building block for relationships. So it's dogs and their people, and then dog lovers with other dog lovers, and it becomes a, a little a little network within the community, and you build up around the places that dogs people with dogs go to. So there's uh, restaurants that are dog friendly and uh, independent pet retailers. It's all it's all part of a community, and we are really committed to sustaining that community with where we put our you know charity, where we put our um, energies, and um, what we care about. So that's what we're, we're part of the um, Green America. We're certified by Green America. We're a vegan uh, products. So we're part of the Vegan Trade Council. And as I said, we're deeply involved in rescue. We give away a lot of products for free and we offer a lot of deeply discounted um, products and services, boarding for dogs just out of rescue and a lot of shelters rather. So that's how we try to give back. Love it. I love it. So tell us everybody where they can get eco dog care products. You can buy our products in Los Angeles at Hound Dog and Cat on Pico Boulevard. You can also buy them at the real, I mean, sorry, at um, Echo Bark uh, Incorporated in Sunset on Sunset Boulevard. And you can buy them online from us at ecodogcare.com. Fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us today, Jane. Thank you. Stick around, pet lovers. Up next on Pet Lover Geek, we are going to learn about some really fun and fashionable products for your pets. That's what's coming up next on Pet Lover Geek on Voice America's Variety Channel.
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com have you had a chance to check out voice america's online magazine and blog press pass if you love our hosts and shows check out articles that give an even deeper perspective plus topics about health and fitness movie reviews philosophy business tips and tactics spirituality positive thought current events and even more about your favorite host it's just a click away at vapresspass.com that's vapresspass.com va press pass by voice america all access all the time follow the voice america talk radio network on twitter we're at voice america trn you'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and general happenings that you should know about at the voice america talk radio network now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office just go to twitter.com forward slash voice america trn or follow along with us at voice america trn the voice america talk radio network we're on the cutting edge of social media can you keep up streaming live the leader in internet talk radio VoiceAmerica.com. This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please call us at 1 866 472 5788. Again, that's 1 866 472 5788. Feeling shy? You can also send an email to petlovergeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. We're back with more Pet Lover Geek, and today, folks, we are going green. Our focus this morning is earth-friendly, sustainable products for our pets. So up next, we've got two really great products that we want to talk about. I've invited Dana Humphrey to come and talk with us. She's the lead publicist and owner of White Gate PR, and she is here to share some really great products for our dogs that are also great for the environment. Dana, welcome to Pet Lover Geek. Thank you. Great to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the, well, the first one that we're going to talk about uh, is one of my favorite new companies because what they put out is so adorable and I've been in love with them since I saw them last year. I can't even remember what show. I think it was maybe a super zoo I first saw them. So it's a pet with paws and their cause is People Pooches Planets, which is perfect for the today's show. <laughs> um, and they've got awesome bags and carriers. So, but I want, before we get into the individual products, I want to talk to you about what makes the company themselves truly special and why they are so earth-friendly. Yeah, I would love to. Um, A Pet with Paws is run by a woman named Ann Greenberg, and she has been, you know, eco-friendly before it was cool. Um, I actually had the pleasure of meeting Ann through the class that I teach at FIT. I teach a class called Who's Who in the Pet Industry. And Ann, after years of being in the fashion industry for women, um, decided to share her love for, for animals and start a pet line called A Pet with Paws. And so she's been planting trees and using eco-friendly materials for a very long time, for many, many years. And so now that she's extending over to the pet industry, um, all of the fabrics she uses are made from recycled plastic bottles. It's an amazing process where they actually take the plastic bottles, turn them into um, a a yarn almost, like a big string of fiber, Mm -hmm. and then weave that yarn that they've made out of the plastic bottles into a fabric. 
and then they print the fabric. So it's quite an amazing process. Um, Anne has shared a lot with me about it. And um, everything she makes from the pet carriers, the designer pet carriers to the accessories. She makes a really cute doggy backpack and little accessories for the leash or little wristlet so you can um, carry your poop bags with you. Um is made from this recycled fabric. And, and it seems it, really durable. I mean, I've held these and, and I was like, wow, these look really, these are mm-hmm. you know, really, really durable. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's durable. It holds up. Um, you know, it's a vegan, cruelty-free option. And it looks really nice, you know. Plus, you know, it does something for all those plastic bottles that we like to drink out of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've been trying very much not to, but I still every now and then I catch myself buying one. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I just... Yeah, I know. That's t- I try not to as well, but I did I did drink one earlier today. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's one of those insidious things that we have now in our culture. Well, you mentioned... Um, the different things that, she, that, that uh, she, she does with this, with this line. My very favorite uh, is the backpack, uh, the Mandy <laughs> backpack. I, I saw it last year in, uh, at the show, and I was, just fell in love with this. So tell us a little bit about this backpack. The Mandy backpack super cute. It's available in three colors. It's pink, blue, and pecan, which is kind of like a nice tan brown. And, you know, in addition to the pet carriers, this this is a way for your dog to carry their own poop bags. So there's no poop fairy out there. Everyone should clean up their own poop. That also helps to becoming a cleaner, healthier planet is if we all just clean up after ourselves. And so having the poop bags on the go on the backpack you know, it's, it's a no brainer. Your dog, you know, gets to expect to put the backpack on before you go outside. You can shove a couple extra things in there too, if you need to. And, um, your dog has a job to do. Yeah. They get I, to care, you know, I love, I love, I love a couple things I love about this thing. Well, first of all, when they put the poop bags in, make sure that they're earth friendly poop bags. And we talk about those yes. in the show episode today. So that's good. Um, but I love the fact that it actually has the harness built in to it and that it has a little, a uh, little, carrier thing on top so you can actually like you said you can put other things in there like their treats or things like that can go in the top of it yeah you can throw your keys in there i live in new york city so i could throw my metro card you know whatever you need um but it's a fun little kind of backpack for them yeah and it's great for smaller dogs too because i know that a lot of times you'll go out and you'll see these backpacks for dogs and they're really for bigger dogs you don't really have a good yeah. one for small dogs this is perfect for small dogs so i love it and the other one that i really like that's adorable is the the little miles poop pouch you can just attach to your uh purse or whatever it's adorable it looks like a little purse yeah i mean everyone's kind of familiar with like the plastic bontons out there the little they look like a bone and you attach them to your leash and so you can have poop bags or you can always tie a poop bag onto your leash but this is kind of a more like fashionable way to accessorize your leash where you can have a cute little baggie to put your poop bags in so you're never left empty-handed and again it's made out of the same recycled material and for every single item that Ann sells whether it's a, a poop bag pouch or or the backpack or a carrier, she actually also plants a tree. So it's full circle with using recycled materials and also giving back to the earth by planting a tree. I just love that. I love this product. So, so tell everybody where they can get these guys. Yeah, you can check it out at apetwithpaws.com. Fantastic. Okay, let's move on uh, to treats. You've got a great new product that you want to tell us about on the treat uh, segment. Yes, there is a a dog treat company out there called Caleb's Organics. It's uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. And 
there's a lot of amazing things about these treats. Um, they are USDA organic. Um, so for those of you who are going organic, want their pet, want your pets to be organic as well. Um, it's a great option. They, um, they have that approval process through the USDA organic. Um, also it's vegan. You know, that's a trend that we're seeing is more and more people are opting out of, you know, meat proteins for themselves and for their pets. Um, we're seeing, you know, more vegan options for, for our dogs. Um, so these treats are vegan. There's no pro there's no meat protein in them. There's fun flavors, um, that are actually, you know, helpful for your pet's digestion, like, um, blueberry for antioxidants, um, and other things. Um, they're made right here in the USA. They're environmentally conscious. Um, and all of the flavors are, are something that, you could expect, you know, from a tasty biscuit that you might want to eat, like blueberry pie, banana oatmeal. Um, they're wheat-free, they're corn-free, they're soy-free, and they're kosher. Wow. So there's a lot going on here. There is a lot going on. And I just want to say, too, like a lot of people, they hear the word vegan and they're like, ah, that, that's not good for pets. Well, actually, it's not good for cats. Cats um, must right. have meat protein. But dogs are actually omnivores and ve- uh, vegetable proteins are great for them as well. So it's per- uh, a lot of dogs do really great with a vegan diet, as we've heard about on a couple other shows that we've talked about. Um now, I want to ask kind of like oh, us, you know, sorry, if we go if if we want to have a snack, sometimes we'll go for like an apple or a carrot. You know, it doesn't always have to be, you know, like a full on like turkey chili or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't need to, I don't need to go pull out a big turkey bone in order to have a snack for sure. <laughs> now, I want to talk to you just generally about your thoughts, because you've been in the industry for quite some time. I know that you've got you've had a lot of experience, particularly in the natural segment of the pet industry. And you're just seeing new products all the time. As part of what you do in PR, people, new products are coming to you guys all the time and saying, hey, will you help us launch? So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about, you know, that current state of the earth-friendly segment in the pet industry. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I love how more and more people are um, taking care of our planet and trying to choose more responsible options. And I think as, you know, consumers are looking for that, you know, a lot of the manufacturers are, are, are coming to, you know, coming to meet the needs. Um, so we're seeing a lot more... Um, a lot more options than just like your traditional jerky, um, you know, and a lot of people are looking for cruelty free, free, you know, um, whether it's, there's no animal testing or, um, there's no leather involved, there's no byproducts. Um, so, you know, I'm always excited to work with a brand that is, non-GMO, made in the USA, you know, earth-friendly, that's always something that's going to be um, helpful helpful to me um, because I can really recommend it to the dog lovers in my life as something that I can really stand behind. And, you know, I think there's a few organizations out there like PISC, the Pet Industry Sustainability Coalition, that is really kind of helping that move that mission forward. And I'm really happy to have um, groups like them around that can help um, teach manufacturers, you know, how to stay stay on this trend of uh, of giving back to the planet. I just and just so curious, I'm th- totally throwing this out at you, and you're not expecting this question, but. <laughs> If you could look into the future and say, what kind of items, pet items, would you love to see companies take a more green approach with? Mm. 
more green approach. I mean, yeah, with the poop bags, maybe with the um, the wee wee pads, you know, anything that's like something that we use all the time, you know, a replaceable, you know, maybe um, with the cleaners that we use, you know, to steer clear from really toxic, you know, chemicals, um, you know, the kind of things that we use kind of on a daily basis. You know, I think treats kind of fall into that category, but poop bags certainly, um, and maybe any kind of, uh, of sprays, you know, to use eco-friendly materials in the bottles and then the, the making of the products. Um, I think overall as an industry, we're, we're able to use, you know, less paper and do things more electronically. And I just hope that... Um, continues to to trend yeah definitely i like i i like the whole thing about less disposable i i like things that are reusable i'd love to see you know being able to go fill up my uh dog's shampoo bottle and reuse that Mm -hmm. bottle all the time and and the doggy treat bags that are high plastic treat bags i'd love to see some stuff that's much more sustainable as well yeah absolutely i love that it's great to have you on today, Dana. I know that we're going to have you on in a couple more weeks to talk about some other fun stuff. So look forward to seeing you again soon. Great. Fantastic. See you then. Thank you much, Dana Humphreys. Stick around, folks. We've got a bunch of other wonderful pet-loving products for you pet-lover geeks coming up after a few short messages on Voice America's Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? You can also send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, pet lovers. Today, we are loving on the earth. We're talking about innovative products for our fur kids that are also good for the planet. So it's only finished... uh, 
fitting that we finish up this episode with some potty talk. That's right, we're going to talk about poop. And I know it probably seems that this show is obsessed with poop. We even had an entire episode a few seasons ago about poop. And that's because whether your furball is a cat or a dog, a great deal of your job as a pet parent is about proper disposal of the poo that they produce. So for us, Folks that have a dog or more than one dog like I do, it's a great deal of time bending over to pick up poop. And when you consider that every the average dog uh, produces about three quarters of a poop, uh, a poop a day, that's more than 250 pounds of poo a year. That's a lot of stuff to pick up. But it's important that we do pick it up because it's full of pathogens like Giardia and Salmonella and E. coli, even roundworms. So clearly that stuff can't stay on the ground where those nasties can potentially spread and contaminate the vegetation around them. Plus, let's face it, nobody wants the smell or worse, the stepping in a big pile of doggy doo-doo. So a lot of folks, you know, they like to save those old plastic shopping bags for poop scooping. And in a way, it does sound like a good idea. It sounds like, hey, I'm reusing a piece of plastic that otherwise would be thrown away or cause all sorts of issues. But when you're using these bags or maybe the traditional plastic poop bags that you can buy at a lot of stores, it's really problematic. First of all, it takes oil to make all that plastic, and it's estimated that it can take up to a thousand years for that plastic to decompose, and it's a really big threat to wildlife and fish and our sewage systems. So I'm really excited about our next guest because in 2003, Paul Canella decided that all of that needed to change, and he founded Poop Bags, the first eco-friendly dog poop bags. Paul, welcome to Pet Lover Geek. Oh, thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Okay, so I got to know <laughs> what those first attempts were like at creating a poop bag that was earth-friendly. I mean, what does it take to create a bag that's not only going to stand up to the poo, but also is good for the earth? <clears throat> it's, a, it's a good question. It was a, uh, a, a bit of a troubling experience in the beginning coming up with uh, the right bags. So first we started ordering uh, different types of eco-friendly biodegradable films from online. And they would come in all different like types of bags or types of uh, film. So usually they're about a 12 by 12 inch uh, square of material. Some of them would come and they would be like so hard, almost like a, a tile. And it would be like, okay, there's nothing you're going to be able to do with this. Other ones were uh, water soluble. And uh, there were some pretty tough tests when uh, I was picked up, did a little pickup and was walking down the uh, back to my condo mm -hmm. and it started to rain and uh, the material <sighs> melted right in my hand. So I was like, okay, that's way too thin. <laughs> so uh, there was a lot of trial and error in, in the, uh, the beginning and, um, yeah, and then we finally got it right with uh, one. Of, we found some manufacturers that really were making in the business, and we were able to uh, private label some uh, bags and really leverage that technology that was out there. But um, we've really seen a lot of different types of technology evolve over the years. But uh, it's interesting because, and we'll probably talk about this in a bit, the different types of bags. The one that we started with in the very beginning is probably really the most eco-friendly um, one that's still around to this day. What makes it more eco-friendly than others? So the first ones, I always try to look at it as the life cycle of the bag. And just as you'd mentioned before, you know, plastic comes from oil. And even if you use an additive, like an oxobiodegradable additive, um, the, the way the specs are written is that at the end of its life cycle, it's the equivalent of dirt. But as you said, like it started from oil. Mm -hmm. um, our most eco-friendly bags are certified uh, compostable, but they're made from plants. 
So they're made from vegetable oil, uh, wheat stalks, corn, uh, things like that. So it's a natural byproduct. So the whole life cycle of it is something that was naturally grown. Uh, you're using a waste portion of that product, making it into a, a bag, and then it's you know goes back to you know to nature or however you want to say it. Right, and it stands up pretty good to the poop too. I mean, you say that they're your best bags, right? Yeah, um, not, I mean, best bags, in ter- not in terms of quality, but mm. they're definitely, um, you have to sell, like, to, no matter what type of bag, it has to be a quality bag. So, like, saying that it, you know, can hold, it's not going to tear, the thickness is right, like, all those things, like, that's just such a basic part of the, the bag. Right. If you got bad bags, I mean, you're not in this business anymore. No, because uh, if, if the walk from, from the park to the apartment to throw it away it ends in disaster with poop all over me. I'm never buying from you again. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you can buy the super thin ones and it's like people, you know, if you're women, hand, your fingernails go through it or, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like, yeah, it's just the there. So I mean, best in terms of the life cycle of the bag is that it started with something natural, right. uh, was going into using as a, uh, you know, picking up something natural and then quote unquote, going back to nature. So, right. And you have two other styles too: a USDA bio-based certified and then also a recycle bag what's the difference between all that yeah so the uh, bio-based program um, is from the usda Uh, it's a program where you submit your products uh, to the university of ohio and they do a test on the product to see how much uh, of the natural material is in it so our bags are certified and our dispenser is certified at 38 percent plant material so it's basically a a combination um, of our made fully made from plants and then our recycled product line. So it's basically a hybrid in between. Mm. Um, so it still offers like that soft feel and things like that. So we were the first USDA certified bio-based manufacturer for pet waste bags. And then our dispenser um, won an award from Pet Business Magazine, our second award uh, from them. So we're the only manufacturer to actually get back-to-back awards from Pet Business uh, in this in this category. Um, but thirty-eight, you know, thirty-eight percent less plant plastic goes into those, so that's really the the benefit there. Um, we're working on a, a version that's going to be a hundred percent plant-based uh, materials, but it's just taking uh, it's a bit of it's a different process to mm-hmm. to manufacture those. So, and then our third tier is the recycled, and we use between twenty and thirty percent recycled materials from only inside the factory. So they come from like cutting scraps or like when you're getting the printing presses like going on the bags. We use those uh, the scraps from there. We don't buy external stuff because you just never know where it came from, if it was mm-hmm. medical waste, food waste, or, or anything like that. So just as you said, like we don't want someone's hand going through it that is a bad batch or that right. quality. was We can't control it. Um, yeah. So those are the three tiers. So what kind of testing do you do for decomposition? I mean, how, how long does it take from them to break down versus like 100, you know, 100 to 1,000 years for standard plastic? Yeah, I mean, this gets into there's a lot of uh, questions and things like that from the FTC. So the the Federal Trade Commission came out with the FTC green guides. And there's a lot of um, a lot of people were fairly unethical. And they were making up all different types of terms of, of saying that bags were degradable and things like that, even if they weren't. So you can't really say exactly like how many but are like the exact times. But if you take that compostable bag and in, in a proper compost certified compostable environment, which means that it had the right amount of heat, light, moisture, oxygen, 
those bags should break down in about 60 to 90 days. Hmm. Um, you can also home compost them. And, you know, as long as you're heating the pile up and at the center of the pile is getting to the, the right temperatures, right. you know, they'll, they'll compost in that way too. And even if you don't, again, it started as a natural product. It's made from that just as if you, if you left a leaf on the ground, eventually that's going to break down and, and things like that. So it's a very safe um, method. Again, the, then when you get into the recycled, um, those get a additive um, that allow them to break down. And it get, I think I mentioned earlier, the specification is written that at the end of its life cycle, it's the equivalent of dirt. So it, it basically pulverizes itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are shelf stable between, you know, two, at least two years, but between two and five years, um, but those will break down. But the more heat, light, moisture, oxygen, all the microbes, worms, all those things, the more you contribute, the faster it's going to break down. Who but, knew um, Who knew that there was so much science behind poop bags? Yeah, <laughs> there is quite a bit. So uh, now we're going to run short on time here, but I want to make sure that you, you let people know first where they can find poop bag, but also how do they know them that they're different from other brands? Because there's a lot of other brands now that are competing with you and people might get confused. How do they tell that it's the poop bag? Yeah, I mean, we always put, it says poopbags.com on all of our products, um, whether you buy them online or in stores. Um, and you can get them all across the country from Bed Bath & Beyond, Chrysler's, Pet Supermarket, uh, Kroger, uh, Whole Foods, um, so you, you find them in a variety of places and then tons of pet independence um, and then all across Canada um, as well and Mexico. So we, we distribute uh, quite a bit. But if it says poopbags.com, then you know it's an original poop bag. Awesome. Well, they are what we use in our house. And I really appreciate all the work that you've done. Thanks so much for coming on the show today, Paul. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I want to also thank my other guests, Pet Curians, Dr. Jennifer Adolph, Jane Bond from Eco Dog Care, and Dana Humphrey, who told us all about A Pet with Paws and Caleb's Organics. You got to make sure that you tune in next week because we are going to get into the science behind pet cloning. I am so excited. It is super duper cool stuff. So that's what's happening next Saturday on Pet Lover Geek on Voice America's Variety Channel. Thank you for tuning in this week for Pet Lover Geek. Please join your host, Lorian Clemens, for another edition next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go grab your best friend and take them out and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.